It is time once again to check in with the Vancouver Suns, Vaughn Palmer. Good morning to you. And good morning, Jill. Before we get to all of the bad news of the day, did I see on social media that you got cake yesterday? <laughs> yes, my new colleague, Katie DeRosa, Rosa gave me a cake yesterday for, I don't know, uh, an anniversary. Uh, yesterday was the 48th anniversary of me starting... Um, as a reporter at the Vancouver Sun, That's, as an intern, wow. uh, way back in 1973, and um, I beat, <laughs> she surprised me at my front door yesterday with cake, and uh, put a uh, little thing out on Twitter, I got uh, some very funny responses from people, uh, my favorite was probably the uh, Sun's uh, writer, John Mackey, who remembered that before I started writing about politics, I was the paper's rock music critic, and he posted my review of a Kiss concert yes. in 1977, and um, I think some people think that might have been the highlight of my <laughs> career. <so. laughs> well, that's impressive. 48 years uh, doing that. Uh, I mean, did it, does it feel like it was just yesterday? Uh, not quite, <laughs> but it's, you know, look, uh, it's been a great gig and I've been very, very lucky, uh, very fortunate, uh, support I've had over, from the paper over the years. And I have to say, uh, doing the political beat, uh, for the last 37 years, um, you know, BC politics is very generous, uh, to political writers in terms of material, whatever you may think of our governments, they've certainly provided me with a lot of things to write about over the years, so thanks to all of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, uh, absolutely. Uh, let's talk a bit more than uh, you've been uh, covering, as uh, we all have, what's happening with the numbers and uh, going in the wrong direction. Yeah, I found yesterday, and I mean, I have been a pessimist on the pandemic beat for a while, but I found yesterday pretty discouraging. I mean, most of the numbers are headed in the wrong direction. Yes, uh, vaccinations are maybe going to save us. Uh, they're they're proceeding, and that's good news. But well, the other stuff, I mean, you Gord, uh, on your news, Gord McDonald was just listing the records we broke yesterday. There, none of them are anything you wanted a trophy for. We've got record hospitalizations, record case count, uh, record numbers in the ICU. We've got reports, growing reports of some hospitals where. Um, the ICU staffing is overwhelmed. We don't. We're not short of beds yet. We're not short of ventilators. But as uh, Dr. Bonnie Henry announced yesterday, we, you know, we're scrambling to line up enough staff for this thing. And of course, you know, the the people in the healthcare system—they've been dealing with this for a year. The anxieties, uh, the cases, the patients coming in. Uh, one can only guess at how much the latest numbers have done to discourage them. Yeah, it's got to be uh, stressful to say the least. Uh, a bit of a, a bright note, though, as far as uh, what we're doing with vaccination and the numbers there. Yeah, and the Premier is uh, setting a good example, in my view. He he signaled earlier this week, uh, he, he John Horgan had originally said he was just going to take his place in line with all the rest of us in the age cohort. And so he and his wife registered. He, the Premier is 62 this year, so he registered with the 62-year-olds and was ready to get the Moderna and the uh, or the Pfizer vaccine along with everybody else in his age cohort. But 
Um, with the switch that occurred around AstraZeneca, where those supplies, because of the Health Canada restrictions, have to be um, shifted to the 55 to 65 age cohort because they're not approved for everyone anymore, uh, the Premier said this week that if, you know, the advice to him was, he said he, he would certainly get the AstraZeneca. It's safe as far as he's concerned. And he said if he were advised that it would send a good message to the public to see the premier getting the AstraZeneca vaccine, then he would definitely do that. And yesterday on social media, he announced that he will be getting it today. Um, you know, I, it's, it's a good message for the premier to send. Uh, it's not, in my view, grandstanding. It is exactly what the public needs to see, which uh, as, as happened when Dr. Bonnie Henry got herself vaccinated just before Christmas, right? Mm -hmm. Um, politicians, people in the public eye are of course concerned that people say, oh, you're jumping the queue. This is not queue jumping. This is the premier saying, this is safe, and I'm going to show you that I think it's safe by getting myself vaccinated, and that's good news. Uh, yeah, and I think a lot of people will be uh, paying attention to that today for sure. Uh, Dr. Henry also said that we are now in the hard period of this pandemic, which I think a lot of people responded to that. When, were, when was it the easy period of yeah. the pandemic? Yeah, I guess, uh, you know, uh, uh, we've had a couple of, problem periods in the pandemic in BC. I think we went through a mood of self-congratulation last summer because the first wave had gone so well. We were lucky with the first wave in British Columbia, in my view. Uh, we got off lightly. Um, there was a kind of a view that we had managed to do it better than everybody else. I think that left us unprepared for the second wave in the fall, the second wave broke uh, over us during an election that was not necessary, in my view. Um, Dr. Henry later said she wished she'd acted sooner um, on the second wave, but she didn't. But then we went through, I think, another round of, of self-congratulation when the second wave peaked and broke and reduced of... Okay, well, here we go again. I think we were very slow to pick up on the third wave, even though other places have certainly been dealing with it for a while. Um, you, you go at what, where did the British Columbia mindset, Joe, get to the view that we were somehow or other going to be special and avoid what's been going on everywhere else? And I think yesterday there were signs that... We're sort of recognizing that, but I was surprised, given the way the numbers are headed, that there were no new restrictions announced yesterday, Jill, not even the one that all of us expected, which is the restriction on indoor dining and restrictions for lounges and bars and restaurants. We assumed that was going to be extended. It expires mm -hmm. Monday. Um, even that wasn't announced. Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people were a bit surprised uh, by that. Uh, Dr. Henry also saying, uh, don't go and see a bunch of other people. There's a good chance uh, if you do that, you are going to cross paths with someone who has this virus. Yeah, and it's important to hear that. Uh, I, 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 you can't say it often enough. The 
the problem with the variants taking over, and they're what, at 60% of the new cases are now variants, is they're a lot more transmissible. So we got some snapshots of what that means yesterday. One of the things she said was, you know, when the, when the variant, when the virus past tense was getting into a multi-generational household or a household where many people lived, what would happen in the past was one or two more cases. Now, it's a danger of spreading to almost everyone in the household, and that's why we're getting so many more cases. Um, contact tracing is stressed at times. Uh, there are enough staff to keep up with it. So, you know, she's warning us uh, on a whole bunch of fronts. Uh, I know this one of the things she said was, you know, don't, uh, don't see people right now. Uh, okay, so... Sigh. Um, why, given what's been happening all year, don't they? Why aren't we getting more than just warnings? Why aren't we getting tougher restrictions? Um, another one that emerged to me yesterday was Dr. Bonnie Henry saying, "You know, this thing is being spread by travel." Okay, it is being spread by travel. Travel in inside British Columbia, travel between provinces, travel internationally. So the premier. Jill has been talking since January about travel restrictions, and he's been talking about it. He hinted again this week that they might be on the table for the cabinet, but we still haven't had any travel restrictions. And I hope that the authorities are right, that just by warning British Columbians again and alarming them, that that will produce the changes in behavior necessary to bend the curve downward. But I'm a skeptic. I don't think the the warnings have worked for everyone so far. I think that maybe we may need more restrictions to get uh, the problem under control. All right, Vaughn, let's leave it there. Thank you so much, and congratulations again on 48 years. <laughs> Thanks, Jill. <laughs> That's Vaughn Palmer with the Vancouver Sun.